Hello Rainbow Souls, welcome to the Cosmic Heart Conversation podcast where you're joined with me, Georgie Dragonfly and many divine loving souls that are expressing their true and authentic self in this now moment to bring to you information of their spiritual journey, light language and their innate ability to commune with the divine and nature and how this is all intertwined as one. In this moment, take a breath, connect all of our hearts together with this divine transmission. Hello, this is Georgie Dragonfly at Cosmic Heart Conversations podcast. Um, we are beautifully joined with Roxana Davidoff and she's going to bring her beautiful energy into this space. Um, I can't wait for you to, to really hear this connection and um, welcome, welcome yourself in. <laughs> Hello everybody and uh, thank you uh georgia that you you created the space for for me for us to meet today and thank you for all the work that you're doing like bringing high vibrational people together and people on the same page and yeah that's that's beautiful work i am following you since some time and i find i found a similar connection also with other families and yeah i'm happy to be here once again uh, and uh, for everyone who is uh, watching, I hope you get whatever you need from this, whatever is for your highest good. Leave the rest. <laughs> and yeah. Thank you. And so what is it that you do and you offer as well in this space? Could we, I know you to be a, a light language channel. Yeah, it's uh, pretty challenging to describe <laughs> um, with these labels as many of us are. I'm, I mean, I've, I've heard this for, um, on, another, uh, on other perspectives that it's hard on the journey to put yourself in boxes. <laughs> so I've been through several boxes. I um, learned so many names that I could uh, or I noticed out there, I uh, uh, encountered that I could resonate with it, that I can uh, describe it. But yeah, I am um, a multidimensional being. <laughs> I am a human also. 
Um, I, yeah, it's, it's, it was a, a big part of, uh, of the time that I called myself a channel, but I'm not yet really sure about it either. So yeah, people can be, be a bit skeptical about, okay, but what you're channeling, who are the beings there, um, I don't know, from the, the light or, you know, all these questions and yeah for now i love to say that i'm a channel from for my higher self and for parts of my soul that are starting to coming together more and more mm. uh, so <laughs> yeah i use uh, my light language codes in several um, forms of expression and i started um, using them as also um healing modalities for others while while i'm still learning and while i'm still on the path um yeah uh what else <laughs> what else sorry i just wanted to say that at one at one point i embraced my label of being an artist because it was something from my childhood that I didn't allow myself to, to, it was a story from my childhood that I didn't allow myself to embrace the fact that I have talent in this way, like drawing, painting. And lately with also with these uh, codes that are coming, I allow myself also to, <laughs> to use this label just for integration and just for understanding that you don't have you don't necessarily need to have a school of artists like to call yourself an artist so yeah, we're all artists and i was going to yeah. just say something else that you said a moment ago about you know because you're still learning and that's so humbling because we we are all learning aren't we we're always in that space and to consciously acknowledge that and embrace that openly is just such a beautiful um energy i really enjoyed that so where did it all begin for you um especially with spirituality and and starting to awaken and yeah <laughs> oh let me see um well i could say um that in 2012 i started to go to a classical therapist like two years and a half i just went weekly one hour she was just listening to me that was all <laughs> and i could uh, get out a lot of things uh, verbally um, and it was good but soon enough i i was a bit um unclear where this goes <laughs> because it wasn't never-ending story of me sharing a lot of negativity and a lot of like drama that I am I am living in my life back then I uh, I'm not sure what age I have now 33 this year so yeah I, anyway it was college time so mm -hmm. uh, and that was a starting point for me just uh, putting out there a message that I need help <laughs> Because uh, since then, an, an entire, um, an entire uh, process be be begun for me to ask for support 
and to understand more of why I don't fit in, why I'm so sensitive, why, um, yeah, what is with my emotion, what is with this all sadness, because a part of me wanted to, I don't know, it, it was always a part of me that saw purity and beauty and was focused on this like pure things, you know, and uh, I didn't want to lose all of that joy and, and yeah, and slowly I, I found myself in the circles of, of drama and of uh, programming. Now I see them that they are programming and they, they, there is a lot of programming and uh, this is the path. But yeah, and afterwards um, I started, I mean, things started to pop out like little signs of magic or synchronicities on the internet. And I started to go on a retreat and on the workshop, starting to learn about chakras and meditation. And what it was the thing that catched my attention was shamanism. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> and um, yeah, I, I remember I went to this uh, retreat where I walked on hot, uh, what is the name in English after you Hot burn? Stones. Yeah, yeah. Um, after you burn the fire and you just, and all, all those these things that I was like, oh my God, I it, like an open door, a big door opened for me. And I'm like, but where these people are coming from and where did you were hide, hiding? And oh my God, so, so much magic. This was, uh, this is what I was feeling like you know, connecting with the elements of nature, with the sky, with the stones, meditating with the water, with all these things. In, in a few days, I was like, oh my God, big transformation inside myself. And But then I couldn't unite this with my day-to-day -day life. It was like, you know, I was going very up somewhere there in, in the frequency. And then my day-to-day -day life was still like, feeling a lot of <laughs> struggle struggling and um yes i uh, started to invest all my money and time and energy mostly i mean yeah it was my main focus to to discover this world <laughs> mm. and um soon i changed the city because i was in the capital it was a lot of noise a lot of people and I, I moved into a mountain, little, much little, yeah, much little city. And I started to, yeah, to connect with the forest, with the trees, with <laughs> like walking barefoot and all these beautiful things. And what else? Uh, of course, um, at some point, there was so much, <laughs> so much information, and there is still now happening on, on a different level. But um, I mean, that in course, itself, yeah, all of the nature, you know, it's such a. Oh, I mean, I still live in in quite a fairly built up area, I would say, although very close to drive into nature, and the difference you know my vibration is when i'm out in nature and how that feels and the interconnectedness with all things that oneness the vibration of um of that that is omnipresent it always exists 
and um you know when we live in these houses and we live in the cities there's less of that um so i think that would have made such a, a massive shift um do you communicate with with nature on a like you know trees for you are they something that you can communicate with telepathically hmm yeah that this is a question that i ask myself i i can't yet uh put some words on on it i mean i feel more connected to nature in a way of i'm feeling less separate of course and i'm more aware of what i use and i i'm actually very hard on myself with how many things I know I, I could do better uh, to help, you know, the nature and um, yeah, but the, I, I'm not sure if I, I mean, I can stand next to a tree and I can ask the messages and I, this is how you, how you, how you ask me if I just receive a message and I'm like, oh, this is from the tree, like that, that clear to be. No, I don't. I don't think I'm. <laughs> I'm um, I I didn't experience that. Because uh, I was just wondering, like being out in the in the mountains and sort of just being around. Probably, I imagined that that's where there are these stubble energies and realms that are quite close there. So I thought, oh, I wonder if you've been having any elemental experiences or tree experiences. No, but I think <laughs> I'm very open to to it, and I think once I set my intention and I open my heart, I feel like if I have patience, there are so many other things that want to be opened inside me. I mean, there are still, yeah, gifts of part of myself that need to be activated, and even though I I, I tell myself I've done a lot of work. <laughs> this is why this is what I'm saying that there is still a lot because there is I mean now since December I had another level level of awakening I'm like oh my god <laughs> like yeah. you know I, I thought that I arrived at some point and then another thing opened and I feel again like a baby and vulnerable and yeah it is like this part of humbling it is <laughs> necessary I can really relate to that actually there was something that shifted within me around September and there's just been a few larger shifts within the space of then and now that have made me kind of just go right I need to take a step back for a moment because who am I again you know there's that re-establishment and um so where did the actual light language start to come in for you right so I moved here uh, in this little city I am maybe six or seven years ago and all this like work, searching, reading, going to workshops, <laughs> uh, they, I mean, there were pieces of puzzle that, you know, worked together. Uh, the light language actually came in two years ago, so it's not such a long time, but it came in very strong. Uh, in meantime, a uh, big part of the puzzle in 2017, it was an ayahuasca journey that opened uh, a lot also. 
And uh, a lot of dance. I started to work with my body and go to dance. First, I didn't knew what I want. I wanted to dance because I always liked it, but I didn't want to go into clubs like all times anyway. I, it was, <laughs> and um, <clears throat> I started to go to dance therapy and then ecstatics and five rhythms and these conscious dances. And I feel why I share this because when the light language came, uh, one, I also work with my inner child and uh, like with shame a lot and with um, bringing the energy of playfulness. Mm -hmm. So yeah, when it came, it came like um, uh, on all three levels. So the codes, written, art, drawing, painting, speaking and dancing and also the, the singing is opening more, so, you know, and uh, it might be surprising and new, but if I, if I stay and analyze my journey, it's nothing new. It was just like working and working to make room for this to be expressed. Mm. So yeah, also art that the fact that I went to buy some canvases and some colors and I said to myself I want to heal this wound of the artist wound whatever it is that I don't have talent or you know there is a program that artists are poor and they do not uh, they are not appreciated and blah 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 yeah and all these things they they arrange in in this way so two years ago a bit more than two years ago I had the coach mm -hmm. And uh, actually, she was, I, I hired her for three months because uh, <laughs> on that period, I had a, a, a food relationship problem issues. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was like I was wanting to fill a void and I was trying to let go of some bad habits, but didn't really look at the problem. And then food came in. And with this coach we actually didn't talk about food for three months but she holds a lot of space for me for purging mm -hmm. and uh, she encouraged me to dance out there in the in the online and she actually connected me with two girls that had a three 30 day dance challenge online and 30 day I danced and I put myself a video there and yeah, it was interesting because after all this purging and after all this um, dancing, like coming back to my body, I listened to uh, Activation Vibration, a song. She, she has a song with codes. And I was filming myself to post the daily, my daily dance video. And I started to see that my hands were like moving in different, crazy ways and I felt the energy and I'm like wow and I tell my coach there's something here I think it's light language because I knew since year before maybe I went to a workshop uh, of the lady that was doing it and it was in the back of my mind but I didn't went to fully study about it but uh, I, I knew about it so yeah then uh uh, shortly, I just took some, yeah, some pens, some paper. I saw the, the codes, um, and I starting also. I started also talking and uh, speaking. And I remember that my throat uh, had had a pain while I was, uh, you know, speaking it. 
And I remember that I said, okay, I want to heal this pain. And I started to, to bring those codes for myself, you know, and to see maybe 10 minutes, 15 minutes, just channeling and going in uh, the throat area and clearing, clearing. And suddenly I see my cat throwing up like on the floor and he didn't, he doesn't do this um, like usually. And I'm like, oh my God, this is like really powerful thing. And yeah, I uh, started to make videos and with this and to post them on groups and find similar people and uh, family and wow. Um, it was such a joy because I'm not alone, you know, when I saw like in, in, there are a lot of people on the planet and I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy that uh, this is opening more and more as we speak, I think. Yeah. And what I, so there's a few things that I picked up within that and, um, you know, one of them was quite interesting, you know, so you had this interaction with somebody who spoke light language but it's almost like, oh, okay, that happened. And then off you went. <clears throat> and it's almost like that in itself could have been a little assistance to activating those codes, but it just shows you that it's not necessarily that it happens straight away. You know, there is like a, like that was another, that was a seed that was then growing and blooming within you. And then you've got the movement and then the ayahuasca as well. I feel that in those spaces, they use Icaros and I don't know how many people within the light language community have been exposed to Icaros but for me that is quite similar because they are working with the sound vibrations that are interconnected obviously with the not just the medicine but the actual frequencies of the earth and higher vibrational consciousness to help to bring that consciousness through and I feel there's a very close similarity between them and the light language because it's all about the raising of the frequency which is the vibration within we talk about DNA and DNA activations a lot in through light language star seeds talk about it light workers whatever they want to call themselves me included I'm just giving <laughs> the names for, for understanding um is that we're speaking of this but yet this is something for me I'm I'm seeing a real ancient thread here uh because that's exactly what I feel Icaros are doing the exact same thing um and when they if you look at the Shapipo um artwork it's it's all um the songs and they can understand the songs that they've written and they've drawn and then if you look at light language not everybody because it's all different depending where they're where they're retrieving it from in the quantum field but some of it is similar and looks like maybe like aboriginal ain't you know drawings or it might look like shapipo or mandalas from um you know tibet or something like they have this similar interweaving uh connection uh so i don't know that was a bit of a tangent but I felt like it just really interweaved with the experience that you had um, and experiences that myself and many, I think other, many other people have with having this exposure to, to song, to sound, vibration that is actually helps to activate that within ourselves, the understanding of living in joy and, um, you know, an expanded awareness 
and connected to nature uh, through that as well. That's we, we've, a lot of people aren't connected to nature and then they go to like ayahuasca ceremonies specifically, they actually will suddenly talk about, oh, nature, God, this, this tree spoke to me in my visions and I, I suddenly feel like I just want to be out in nature. I'm like, whoa, that person's just from the city. They were, and it just flips them and changes their perspective because they realize how they are connected to nature, that part of them that, that it was always there, but was lost, you know? Um, yeah, it's a really beautiful experience. Um, what, what's your perspective on, on light language and what it, what it means for you? <laughs> That's quite a broad question, but. <laughs> oh, okay. So, um, I really resonate with the fact that it's a um, heart language or a soul language, mm -hmm. and it's the language that was before all the languages were separate. In how many we are knowing now, I love I love to tell people this because it's making you i'm making your mind a bit like huh <laughs> it was such a time yeah it was a time when we would would uh, communicate differently and even though i still have a lot of layers to discover and i feel like in in the future i will be able to de decode everything and to yeah because a lot of people are asking well what's the translation <laughs> you know and this is tricky because, uh, um, yeah, okay, it is used for, especially for getting us from all this um, um, right brain, uh, it's, if I'm saying yes, yeah, correctly, right brain thinking, like the logical and um, it is a word that is based on the, the, the right brain hemisphere. So I love this tool that is, it is making us going to the left part of the brain where we don't need to understand so much and to be eager to like dissect things and find so, so many answers. And it, they, it is a thing that makes you come back to, to feeling, to, to the heart space and to feel the, the sound. So it's a sound healing. It's frequencies, vibration. I feel it's a future medicine tool. <laughs> it's part of the future, the new medicine. Okay, we are talking about new earth, new systems, new medicine, but it is birthing from within each one of us who are dedicated to learn and to implement these things and to yeah to experience so it also what i feel in in my sessions because uh, um, shortly i started to give uh, sessions on donation based based sessions and i still work like this i am called to work like this for now um, but what I noticed is that when I channel for some people that are very, very open to receive, because not everybody is so, so open, that it depends on where you are at the moment on your path and how much you're ready. But when I find a person who is really, really going, you know, I feel like it's, um, it's quantum, it's, uh, it's healing at, at the level, um, 
as I said about my psychologist, you know, there is no ending on that. But if we are going to, to the DNA and talking to the cell, talking to the DNA, right, at this level, then we're going to the root in my perspective. So yeah, even if for a lot of people, they are still, um, you know, it might look a crazy thing, like what is this gibberish? <laughs> you know? uh, and I assumed this because I knew that I would look crazy out there, but in the same time, I feel the power of it. So yeah, for me, it helps me get back to alignment, get back to the center, get, get back to um, uh, my, I mean, it is about uniting this uh, feminine and masculine, but inner child also, the inner child is so important inside. So this, this tool is, uh, reminds me always to go, go back to this playful energy. And we forget because it's a, such a serious world we are living in and there are such serious events. And I'm not saying that is not real in a certain some point of view of what's in there. We are affected, everyone is affected on different levels. But in the same time, yeah, if we realize that we are changing from inside and if we are working with the frequency, and this is what light language is doing. I mean, it's working with the, shifting the the frequency and yeah let me see what what else it's there what is light language for me and yeah it's it's changed a lot mm -hmm. um and do you find it's quite um do you find that it it's connected you because you said at the beginning about being multi-dimensional yeah so i feel like that wants to interweave like what does that even mean for you in your experience? How has this unraveled? Because um, I imagine from my perspective that light language was a part of me going, oh my gosh, like I'm, I'm this being and that being, you know, not just this one being in this now moment as well. That whole thing unraveled of there not being a past and a future, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um just to be a bit clear here, there is a bit of in the, how I say the false spirituality out there, there is this thing that, oh, there is no time and, but it can be misinterpreted the fact that there is no time because we are operating still in, I mean, yeah, <laughs> we are uh, still using it in, in a way, but uh, also we can often travel with our, um yeah with our energetic body we can travel in these spaces of uh, zero point and of where everything is possible and where we feel expanded and um where we can connect with uh, different uh, guides that are are here to help us um I wish I can say I recently watched, um, and I will be honest and transparent, I recently watched a lady that explained, you know, I have my 7D from Pleiades, I have my my 7D self, my 12D self from It's Angelic. My, I would I would love to say all this, but I, I, I don't know yet. <laughs> I know one of the first, um, um, races that I was attracted to were the Pleiades 
And I had at some point a session with a lady that told me even a name for my Pleiadian self. But, you know, now I'm not, I'm starting to ask myself, what is the value to search so much out there when everything is puts me to, to go search inside and have patience because they will be revealed to me. Because once one thing is to have a session with somebody and tell you, hey, you have a Pleiadian cell that is like this and this is the name. And, and the other thing is like to really, you know, live it and to, to connect like from the inside with that part. So yeah, there were a lot of people that told me a lot of things. Uh, a lot of the, the angelic part and um, the Andromedan part of myself. <laughs> and it, this is in itself a discovery. So for my ego, I can say, oh yeah, this and this, but uh, I'm in the process of, of like breaking these things in, in more clear, you know, I put my intention there to, to find more about myself mm -hmm. in this way. And to remember, actually, because I think it's a, this awakening or this ascension is a process of remembrance and the process of merging with the soul or merging with parts of our soul that are fragment, very fragmented. And um, um, yeah. Yeah, no, I love that because like, and I love the honest, like this is, this is what this whole podcast is about, being honest, cosmic heart conversations. We're coming from the heart here. This is what it's about um and I've been in that wave of oh all these people starseed this starseed that like I've, I've got to have a core pillar starseed I've got to be a star like a particular seed from a particular star <laughs> it's like on this sort of step search and um but then you kind of discover well, if I am multi-dimensional how can I sort of fixate on one and it just feels too like again like I'm just going really narrowing my perspective when I could just okay who am I most highest in alignment to work with on a certain thing at that time they tend to come through or so it might be an aspect we, we all do always also talk about aspects as if that they're all like super like yeah the palladians and the Arcturians and they're awesome but what about those aspects that aren't so nice you know what I mean like I had to go I went I didn't say had to I, I felt guided to go for like a quantum healing session and I delved into like some aspects that I would say you know were a part of me that were darker aspects and had to like go okay well I'm not gonna be I'm not just an angel then you know I had to accept that and it's not actually that it's me, it's not that I'm, it doesn't make me who I am in this experience now horrible. Uh, it's, it's about knowing that the shadow in the collective exists. It's not just about even me, but it's like accepting that within, accept and feel actually love towards those other um, parts of us. <laughs> you know? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know uh, where you where you come from that perspective. Yeah, yeah, I'm. I agree. What what is uh, new? I mean, not new in 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 my path, but uh, I was mentioning you also about uh, a course that I'm doing since December. Uh, it, it, it was a thing at some point on uh, <clears throat> my path. Okay, I I searched 
this spirituality. Uh, it's like so much out there, okay? So for someone who is very hungry and that um, it, it knows that, okay, it's something, a word here that I don't want to live in, but what, what, what can I do? Okay, I don't want to go into the system, but what can I do? And this, all this hunger, and there are a lot of the distortions things out there, but uh, also two years ago, this came into my awareness, the 12D shield. And um, I was like, but shielding from what? Because I was a bit of this part of, oh, love and light, and, you know, maybe we all go through it or not, but, I didn't want to look at this darker aspect <laughs> and to connect with them. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, two years ago, so I found about it and I didn't dive it in it. And in this course, again, I, I find about this work and I'm, I'm starting to feeling it differently because what, uh, what we are working on is like to clear the channel, like uh, to really clear it like uh like you shower almost <laughs> i mean to make such a devotion practice to keep your energy clear and pure um that it becomes safe uh for myself to channel these codes and for the clients and for everyone involved and i took this work seriously <laughs> since now and uh, I feel I feel shifts, even though a part of me had to die, like to accept um, the, the, accept these things that I'm learning since this winter, and uh, grieving those parts. But uh, yeah, realizing that um, why the twelve D shield, and why we are talking about the twelve D, and. I, I realized that what is happening with us is we are becoming crystalline. What is crystalline is from the Christ, it's Christ consciousness. And I had to clear all the layers of the religion, what Christ means, what angels, what, you know, God and all these things from, from very little because I didn't went to church too much, but there, there was in the field. And now I, I really start to understand what is this Christ consciousness that is uh, emerging or, yeah, it's a ascension and incension in the same thing. It's like very, yeah, it's a two-way co-creation of what is happening. But yeah, and going back, going back to the Christ consciousness, uh, I feel this is what we are doing we are trans we are um, starting to learn how to embody the 12d self as a christ consciousness embodied self because also jesus was a 12d um, embodying being on the planet but he was like very misunderstood and we know parts of the story um so yeah this is where i'm at <laughs> mm. for for now yeah yeah it's interesting because I'm like I I was brought up um, in like a Ro- Roman Catholic kind of setting, um, not completely because my dad wasn't, but so because I've had all the religious around me all the time, that stuff I, I'm I'm in it, but I'm also observing it because of the fact that I didn't like the vibrational resonance of what I experienced through the religious co- side of it for me. And yet, and there's also all these other 
religions that all have ancient wisdom and knowledge and like so for me I'm like oh, I'm still like trying to work out how does this all piece together how does it all make sense um but then if we look at it also yeah if we looked at Christ consciousness as a particular vibrational resonance or a realm or a dimension that we're maybe working towards existing in then I can kind of see that um yeah still trying to like piece it together because I also know through my own channelings that it's like it's like you're creating artwork that's crystal consciousness helping people to activate that <laughs> so like it totally makes sense on that level um maybe there's just still human resistance <laughs> yeah yeah beautiful journey <laughs> <laughs> So, I'm not um, sure if I answered all of your questions. No, but... you did. You did. Um, and it's, it's interesting, yeah, just talking about Christ consciousness. Like, I don't know if you wanted to speak more on that and, and, and your journey that you've been on recently with it, what you experience of it, because I think there's a lot of it being talked about at the moment. And I think lots of people would love to um, understand how that fits in with their... Um, experience their inner experience as well yes i'm i'm not sure how much i am comfortable to share because i love when i share to <laughs> to actually find my words and to be like you know flowing um but so what i'm yeah what i'm what i'm learning here is how to like especially how to come to be sovereign from an energetic point of view mm -hmm. um, and to command your your space and to like um hmm, yeah to own the divinity and the god your god self mm -hmm. i'm god i'm sovereign i'm free right so uh for this to happen it's 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 important like not just from the mind okay i'm god I'm, but okay we are limited we, we are also human beings uh with a lot of clearing yet to to have and maybe this is also a thing that spirituality is by, by, by bypassing a lot of um, also ego work and ego training and human human stuff yeah but what what i'm what i'm learning here is like building as i understand now building some temples uh, energetically where where i can do my thing and where i can be myself more without so much distortion mm -hmm. because uh, we are in a uh, in an we are since a long time in an enslavement uh, energy <laughs> oh i'm laughing but yeah uh, we are pr practically were trapped from a long time and we don't even know how to be ourselves or how to express and to um uh, to have this this energetically energetical space around uh because we are so used to suffering we are so used to pain we are so used to anxiety we are so used to go on autopilot and yeah i i feel like we there is some deep deep urge uh, urge there to um <laughs> 
to have a, a better mood, to be more loving, to uh, be more joyful, more, more playful, more peaceful, but uh, we feel like there's no solution. So what I'm learning here is like command your space, building these temples. For example, now I created like three temples. I created a temple where I can work with my clients and I set my intention there to be a pure channel and you know, people to have transformative um, uh, things after our work and to be safe. And uh, I created also a home temple where my home space, you know, it's very clear from interference. Mm -hmm. And I also created a dream temple <laughs> for like when we when I dream and I go travel to also have connection with only those uh, connecting with the organic light because this is what I see there is an organic light organic ascension and a false light or a false ascension that is out there and it's important to learn to discern and this is what I'm also doing to discern what is um, true and what is not and uh, yeah um, what would be your sorry what would be your um differentiation between the two because i'm sure there's probably like, i'm just thinking about who's watching and they might be like oh like how do i know you know i mean obviously you're not gonna be able to explain everything but um if you can give like a brief sort of how you could really start maybe just to how people would start to differentiate whether they're on a path of organic or inorganic <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, as I myself, I'm at the, uh, just the, the beginning of discerning. Uh, again, I'm not there. There are many other uh, people I know they should answer. They, they could answer much better on this question. But yeah, it's about my experience and what I learned until now. Um, yeah, I think the most work we can do is like to start a really um, clearing this heart field, this heart area, because they say we are like, listen to your heart, but there are so many imbalances there. There can be so many imbalances that many times we were like listening our hearts <laughs> and we ended up in a not so good way. But yeah, uh, th this is a thing that when something feels off, about working with somebody of, or teaching or uh, when someone pretends that they have all the answers or the only answer or that you know all these things are some red flags that uh, unfortunately uh, yeah a lot of people are maybe good intention but not really yes making making all this uh um trying to shift the the, the mate i mean to go get out from normal jobs and from the normal matrix and to find a quick solution and to see that this hunger of the spirituality and it's big so they you know i'm not here to blame to, to put a finger or to blame but there are things that are happening there so yeah just more awareness of what what those people who are pretending to support or to uh, help on the ascension path. Uh, 
what what they're really talking about. I mean, they can uh, um, be transparent, honest about their journey also. Yeah, there's a, there, there are a few things that you can maybe look for. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, they're, they're also a lot of, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not sure how to put this uh, yet. I'm a bit... Uh, yeah, I like what you said, you know, just because yeah. it's like keeping discernment through our spiritual practices. You know, when we're on these paths, you know, we're trying to look, we're trying to seek for like mentors or, or inspiration and um, what resonates. So it's finding what, what truly resonates with us as well, you know. Um, I find that really important. Uh, and yeah, feeling your whole body, right? How it feels in your whole body, maybe not even just the heart. Um, I've just recently sort of started to notice when something doesn't feel good, it's more really in like my gut area, like my tummy, that I start to feel like a bit of a clenching, tightening up. And I think, oh, that's not good. Like I need to maybe not get too into that. <laughs> well, there are some sometimes lessons that we need to go through. Yeah. And uh, I myself got into traps. That's why I get a bit emotional because, you know, I, I realize that, oh my God, I've done, I've done things, you know, uh, like okay after this slight language emerged i really wanted to learn about protection mm. and uh i didn't uh, I, I don't know i start to learn all these things but nothing like really clicked in you know and uh i remember someone being very shiny and confident and starting explaining me some rituals and i don't know why i was so attracted to that person and after uh, asked me to do some things like buy some typical sorts of candle and the mirror and like to write, but you know, it wasn't transparent with what, what method was, but it was a bit of like, hey, do this and it will be good. And I'm, I was like a, like a little child. This is what I'm saying, this hunger of learning. And, you know, it blocked me to see the the energy behind that, I actually realized it wasn't so bright. <laughs> I mean, it was a false light. And when I, I stopped like uh, following the instructions after a period of time of uh, like being another, completely another human, after I put a set of limit, I said, hey, I need to pause from this practice. I need to integrate. And it started to come out the real person and became very, like angry and aggressive and ignore me and deleted me from everywhere. I'm like, oh, okay, so what was that, you know? And I had to forgive myself because this is what you said earlier about seeing parts of you that weren't so good. You know, meeting myself, meeting with this kind of persons that were practicing these things, maybe there were some past connections or whatever. Why was the chemistry so, okay? I, I had to think about this and to forgive myself and to understand maybe maybe it is a past life connection when I've where I've done some weird magic, you know. I'm not anymore for this this life here, so that's okay. I know this. <laughs> 
but yeah, and I immediately, you know, disconnected from all those uh, things that the person tried to to train me. So yeah, that's, that this is what I'm saying. It's hard to explain how to how to protect or, or how to you know how to discern because sometimes you need to go to the experience to feel it and to get out of there. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And I think that's an interesting one with protection as well because yeah, like we could try and protect ourselves all we like but if we need an experience to learn from it like it will come in and and it's also yeah accepting that and being completely all right with the fact that that happened and that you can laugh about it now I mean that's a beautiful thing yeah and, <laughs> and very quick after this I uh, I encountered these people with this course where the protection is uh, not the candle and a mirror it's like working on your field, working on a light body, on the Merkaba field. So it's like a different way of protection. And mm -hmm. if and it, it relaxed me a bit with this fear also, because I realized why, why there are still there is a fear of being, you know, persecuted for your gifts or whatever life, past life trauma I had with showing up with my gift, because this is what I wanted. Okay, I have this beautiful gift. I want to share with it. A lot of people want to do so many videos, but oh, I'm afraid that, you know, and there, there must be also from other lives where I've been punished or whatever uh, yeah. for, 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 the, for keeping the, for having the codes, you know, the, yeah, and uh, releasing this also. Mm. Well, like we, we are really tapping in to these beautiful divine sacred codes to recreate the fabrics of this reality that we're residing in, you know, of course, if there are aspects of this reality, shall we say, that wish to keep it the same, there'll be an interference with like trying to do that. So we can, and that would have happened in other lifetimes and experiences would have happened. But I am very aware that in this lifetime it, it is very different you know our, our, the way that we are able to work and the capacity that we can do this in is is absolutely phenomenal um you know and i've i've really had to come to terms with that myself um you know all of that and i might just say with the mirror thing i actually like meditating in front of a mirror sometimes but i do it more like i don't know how you were taught but i like to just really look at myself and look into my eyes and it's like I'm looking into the eyes of my soul <laughs> no that's a completely it's okay. a beautiful it's like, beautiful oh, practice because I'm like oh, I like no, doing that. no 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 <laughs> but this person had like uh, putting me by some black long candles and putting them in front of some little mirror and I I just don't want to go in the details but it was a practice that I didn't felt um uh, it doesn't feel good for me, you know, I'm like, what is that? But I, I had to, yeah, maybe other people are using this and it's okay. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what it was. I didn't want to know more. Um, but no, what you're saying about this is, uh, this is beautiful. And I had a lot of purging with this also, like looking, looking in in the mirror and telling myself stuff so i know it's it's powerful yeah yeah i just thought oh my, i feel like i gotta say that like just so we don't get scared of mirrors <laughs> no 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 that was uh, 
that was a thing that didn't resonate with me. But yeah, yeah. organic ascension and it's uh, it's still a thing that I'm studying. And as much as I am studying, when I feel ready and prepare, I come I come online with them, you know. But yeah, for now I'm I'm pretty. Um, oh, shaky baby, you <laughs> know what I talk about. But I'm I'm feeling through my whole system that I something shifted and a lot of things were um, distracting me from what they should. This is the feeling that I'm living. Like some things were distracting, and now I'm like a bit oh, they're in here. <laughs> no, okay. And yeah, there there is integration. There is patience and time and. Uh, yeah it's, i'm loving uh, i'm loving this like the honesty of, of your journey of where you are what, what you've been exploring what you've been doing like because for, i'm the same and i think so many other people are like that where we're just exploring different things to finding our own truth that's what we're recalling the, the truth the sovereignty and that all comes from getting a few bumps and scratches on the road you know we can't just expect some people are scared to even start the journey to begin with because of the fear of what they might come across so like having that bravery to like take that step to recall yourself is is a really yeah beautiful and and something i'm really honoring right now in this space what you do and how yes. you're showing up there it it is scary because it's uncomfortable because it's require a lot of alone time and with this, maybe putting boundaries with the others that want your time and attention. And sometimes like maybe you are, you are showing, in, I don't know, maybe people think that he's selfish to take this time. We are not educated, we are not raised to give time, devotion and attention and focus on these things. And yeah, it's also getting us out of, uh, comfort zone but you know what i am with all these frequencies and changes rapid changes that are now also helping the the earth um and they're coming in i think they're pushing a lot on everybody and uh, if some time ago it will last a lot of time to um a thing to be i don't know see seen and um the opportunity to be healed now the opportunity is what i'm saying they're more obvious and people are actually pushed and they don't know why they are pushed in a direction you know mm. but um yeah maybe that's why we are here to train and to focus more than others maybe the rest that will need the support and the guidance we are there to <laughs> Oh, I know what you're going through. I've been there. Mm. Uh, shadow work is not uh, something nice, you know, like facing your your shadows. And I cried a lot in this life and I'm still crying a lot. And I'm still having moments of like, you know, I'm not, I don't know what I'm doing <laughs> and all these things, but yeah this part of like our experience here and i think we chose to be here on this immense <laughs> time that we are going through so yeah yeah definitely i i completely agree with that and it is about doing the shadow work and going in and it doesn't feel good all the time but 
the rewards with that the rewards that come with that and um you know yeah we are showing the way because you know this light language is being expressed or you know the sound vibrations the written the movement all of it is bringing everybody back so you are like a beacon of light <laughs> you know for that um and it can sometimes you think gosh is this real like am i really is this it's like yeah it's just not been done in this way before and it's just so mystically strange to, to the to the majority but gosh when there's more ways of people opening up and you've been doing this for two years or more like you've got more of that experience to show like people how to go through those those first waves of of understanding and and opening up to what i like to call their innate wisdom <laughs> yes and what is interesting with this sound is like there's so so many uh layers of it in a way of where to apply it i mean you can like when you are feeling down you can use it to clear the density when you are very like good and you want to expand that and to yeah i mean it's not like you know isn't you can't put it in a little box either you know you can like just play and enjoy just um yeah and it's healing like focusing on the different parts of the body for healing a, 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 um, a specific organ or a specific thing you know I, this is what i love about working with people also because the sessions are so different and uh, i mean okay we have same the things that that are similar we are going through but you know each one it's in in like individual journey and uh yeah clearing healing recalibrating activating and i also love this like we are activating uh, <clears throat> one another this is like really uh <laughs> really uh, funny and i i love it because as i told you about that lady i heard like yeah it's been four years after i'm like oh my god i'm like her like oh my god i'm like her oh my god i'm like her <laughs> yeah but i wasn't ready back then even though first time when i heard it and she was in front of me and expressing and i'm like oh that's so familiar that feels so good and like why i feel like home yeah this is a home feeling mm -hmm. if if i think about and um <laughs> yeah just so, i just love that journey and you know and that's what i like to sometimes say to people as well i don't know if you get people that I imagine you get people that come to you, I want to activate this, I want to, and they might think, oh, they hear it, and then it doesn't happen for them necessarily right away, but it's just a reminder, look at your journey, you know, it wasn't straight away. And another thing that I really enjoyed what you said is about joy, is about being joyful and playful with this, because uh, we can't, as much as we are, keep recalibrating and activating DNA, and it's super, like, profound. <laughs> Um, you know, I feel like the integration really comes from the joy of it and not taking it like super seriously. And <laughs> yeah, um, it it depends. Sometimes it can. I I can bring this some sounds that are like they can feel serious or they mm -hmm. can feel like 
I don't know. <laughs> I had I have moments and or maybe some sort of grief sounds or you know they can help with 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 different emotions. Mm -hmm. But when you said that uh, people are wanting, I actually I actually felt like it's otherwise I want to encourage them to open and they are resistant this is what is my experience I wish everybody was talking I wish I, I I'm like why are you know I, like no this is in my head you know why why you just let it flow why allow it you know and uh, it's very interesting to see that even though they want they're like, no, it's a lot of fear, a lot of fear. Mm -hmm. So I'm not sure what's about the fear of, because yeah. I don't tell them to put them out, out there, you know, or to um, uh, to make videos like me and post them. Just when you're alone in the forest, nobody, mm -hmm. nobody knows, <laughs> just try it. <laughs> I love that you just drop something in for me because it's like I'm saying yeah people are going I want it but is that actually what they really in the subconscious there's still those blocks that are saying I don't want this <laughs> yeah yeah there are um and I, I can see why because but you know for me why it's easy is, is because I had this rebel part of me that I still need to integrate and I'm like there mm, now I'm I feel like I'm becoming more mature because I understood that I can't be here just to be mad on the system just to because why it was easy because for me it was okay at some point to be different to be shocking for people to be like um <laughs> I am a weirdo anyway, so it's okay. Look, I'm I'm talking this light this this light language, but um, yeah, I I'm I'm getting out of that um, little pieces of anger or whatever is left for for the for the system because I realized that I'm not here to be a rebel and to be against all this and to judge other people that are not awakened or to or to judge anything i'm like here <laughs> to find ways to make a difference and if that means also to collaborate in ways with the system and not to be uh you know not to play that misunderstood role so much and so deep that i am like separate from everyone you know but but this uh, separation of oh i'm an alien oh i'm so different or oh i don't want to go to normal jobs i don't want to do normal stuff i don't want to do what everyone does it helped me to integrate the light language so mm -hmm. to, to be more you know okay with being strange <laughs> and and be courageous but in the same time i told you i'm now uh, healing this um, this separation wound because I understand that um, maybe I'm not here to do this change, saving the world alone. As, <laughs> as sometimes I felt so alone on this planet. And, well, uh, and now I'm like, okay, my, the connection with the divinity, it's becoming stronger and stronger. So I feel less, less alone from that point and also the people 
like you or people that I met on the course, I'm starting to understand how this coming together really works. Even this hour that we are spending now together, mm -hmm. it's helpful because this is what uh, reminds me that, hey, you're not here to carry all the weight on your shoulders. <laughs> no, no, no. We have pieces of puzzle and it's important to show up and yeah, to, to transform that fear and that separation into, yeah, love and we unity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> yeah. And you know what, that feels like a perfect sentence there that I, I now feel like I'd love for you if you feel called as well and, and I can feel it to share a transmission for everybody that's you know going to be listening in and, and letting that ripple out to the world. <laughs> Okay, how much time still we have? Like to feel, do whatever is guided for the highest and greatest good. <laughs> okay, so everybody, let's take a deep breath in, into the nose, out through the mouth. And coming back to the heart space, open your body, open your mind. And let's bring some codes to integrate and to like help this <laughs> talk to like be a nourishment for what for anyone who needs nourishment in this time. She at it, 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 and let the codes do the work for you. Iana na ti 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 ti. Kausumana Just let go what no longer serves you. Just make some room for more light that wants to come in. Breathe in and out. Feel the shift. 
and let this work on every level, on your several bodies, physical body, energetical body, emotional body, mental body, she, da, 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 da. Usu, shu, tu, 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 tu. And this transmission was offered with love. And thank you, my light family that is with me. Thank you for your trust and for your openness. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> Real pleasure to be in the presence of a beautiful sister. Um, so I will put all the description below on where people can find you and the links to um, any pages that you want to, to so that people can reach out for your offerings. <laughs> I'm just like, hmm. um, yeah. and uh, yeah. If if people want to look at what you do, can you do you mind giving like a maybe a brief description uh, of of what you're offering at the moment? Uh, yes, I'm. I have openings for one-on-one -on -one sessions. I do them like this on Zoom, um, and I do them as I mentioned to you for now on donation based. Um, I'm not sure how long this strategy will will still be, but for now this is it. Mm -hmm. So one-on-one -on -one session, depending on uh, on the person, like from thirty to one hour. Um, I'm planning to do also some group session, but for now, yeah, for now I didn't uh, focus so much on that. So one-on-one -on -one sessions. Also, I send recordings, so audio recordings. If, uh, yeah, if for no, re I don't know what reason people are not comfortable to come one-on-one -on -one session, it's good to have this. Uh, we are working with intention. So first, <laughs> we're discovering a bit of one, what we want to work on. And yeah, audio recordings. I also create video recordings with um, transmissions with the sound and I have some instruments and also with mo movement. So you can also ask for a personalized custom made uh, video recording or audio recording or one-on-one -on -one session and also uh, drawings. I draw and paint uh and i had a period where i would send them in original like uh, on black cardboard car cardboard um with pencils and acrylics like uh, to send them myself in the post and it was like really fun i'm i'm opening also this i'm not sure how 
you know, I need a bit of like a, a window time to do this now. Uh, but yeah, also artwork, customized art, artwork. I love to do this also. So amazing. So whatever time or space people are tuning into this podcast, then just do check in and see what Roxana is doing so that you know where she's at, as I'm sure it will shift and morph and change as we all do. so thank you thank you for coming and and bringing your presence here and thank you for everybody that's been listening um just want to send my love and gratitude um do please share and um write any comments or reach out to us if you've experienced anything in particular that you would like to uh just share and 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 bring forward i love that i love seeing i especially see it in the youtube where everyone talks about the experiences and it's so beautiful to know that we're all lifting each other up and supporting holding hands doing this together um so yes blessings and uh, we'll see you all in the next episode every friday (laughs) thank you so much